0: Hello world! Hey world! Hello world! Welcome to Hello World, the future is female. Hi everyone, welcome back to Hello World, the future is female. I'm Isabella, your host, and today I'm joined by Amanda kossop and I actually interviewed her in 2021, so um, yeah, I just kind of wanted to have another conversation with her. I kept in touch, so um, she's now going to college at UPenn. She still does pop for cause and all that. So yeah, I'm excited to learn more about her. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for having me. So, uh, I guess like, could you just give us like a little update on from where you were in 2021 to kind of where you are now?
1: Yeah. So with regards to just like my life or pop for cause or yeah, I guess your life. So I did listen to the episode, and I believe back then we were still in the pandemic, and I was still trying to like understand and get into a routine and try to learn online, and it was like kind of weird, couldn't see my friends and everything, and then I went into junior and senior year of high school, kind of like normal, and now I'm in Philly. I'm about to move in to my dorm tomorrow at Penn, and I can't wait. Um, so yeah, junior year was good. Senior year was like stressful with all the applications and, but yeah, I've like also continued doing what I love, like dance and my projects. i like, I love to stay super busy. So that's where I'm at right now. So kind of
0: reflecting on the last two years, what are the most like significant milestones in your life or the initiatives that you've taken and really how have these kind of shaped you know your path now obviously
1: yeah that's a great question um well i think like the big milestone which i basically touched on but was like committing to college cuz that was a really big thing for me i think like trying to summarize your whole life and what you care about and why and who's important to you and all these things on a few pieces of paper was like a really big project for me cuz i had so much i wanted to convey and then getting like my first acceptance letter and then committing like that was a really big thing for me. So that was a big milestone. Um, I think the next thing was doing my first like international project and service that I did with um, one of my really good friends, Alessandra Viveros, who she we were friends when we both lived in Maryland. And then she moved to Kenya and she would talk to me about Um, like the challenges and the STEM materials and the lack of access. So I like love STEM, I'm a big STEM girl. So we like worked together and created these STEM kits for them in the Kingatua Primary School, the students, and they loved it. And then we've continued like fundraising and creating different things to help like empower the students in Kenya. So I think that was also a really big thing for me because like especially – Internationally, there's like a learning curve. Like I'm not, I wasn't directly like first of all physically there, so like the logistics and everything was hard. But also just like what I knew about the community and what their needs were, that was also something to sort of like adapt to and really make sure that I like needed to understand. So um, all these things were like a big like area of growth for me that I was really excited that was able to happen, and I can't wait to see what will happen next.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. I knew you were interested in STEM, but I didn't realize that you kind of were interested in helping out like more internationally as well. So that's really interesting. I know you're still doing like pop for a cause and that's really, really grown since, I guess the first time I met you, it was just starting, I think. Um, Could you kind of share what new projects or collaborations you guys are undertaking and how you kind of see this organization blossoming, especially since you're not going to be like local there anymore?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, back in the pandemic, I'm pretty sure it was mainly just me, and I would get the orders and it would go to my inbox, and then I would like start my popcorn maker and like do all that, package
0: it. Like, yeah. I know all you all used whatever. to like stick to the boxes, I still have my cans. Aw,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes, saving the tins that's the best. Um, I, I like brought my Popper Cause tin <laughs> from the dorm room, it's the best. Um, but yeah, it was like. A lot of work to do by myself and I was like kind of feeling that but then when I got my first order I think it was like 500 bags for this orientation like new student orientation at a school I was like I just can't do all this by myself like this is like growing which is great but I need to like get more people to help so um, I earned like a food manager license that I needed to get into this commercial kitchen and I like talked to leaders of nonprofits and like tried to really understand like what was necessary to grow and scale it and then I started recruiting different volunteers from around the area and like pop stars we call them who would come in for these popping events whenever we get big orders and it's like a fun time like we play music and like I teach them and we teach each other and just like have a lot of fun making the popcorn and then in addition pop for a cause started adding community events because i thought like when we're doing the popping events we're having a lot of fun like fundraising but it's kind of like far removed from like the actual organizations and like what they're doing so i wanted us to get like more on the ground and actually like involved in their mission so we do community events at like local nonprofits. And doing like beautification or like helping with the gardens or things like that. We did an Earth Month Festival and we raised money for the Amazon Rainforest. And um, so that those are really great. And then also I looked to like spread the word a lot through um, like news articles and channels and also things like this that are like so great. But I tried to get a lot of that press because that's how we were getting a lot of our partnerships and orders so that that's how I sort of sustained it Mm -hmm. and um so in the next step which I've been like thinking a lot about definitely because I don't think I can really start like making my popcorn in my dorm room that would be (laughs) crazy so there have been students who have contacted me that want to start their own chapters I didn't think that I could be making all the popcorn in my dorm room I think that might be a lot so conveniently there were high school students that reached out to me that wanted to start their own chapters at their high schools and do different nonprofit work and make partnerships and things and continue Pop for a Cause so we're doing that and then I'm also I actually they're still open for five more days I don't know when this will be published but um, there's also like leadership applications open for Pop for a Cause to like continue the next generation. So I'll always be there as like a sounding board for Pop for a Cause, but I'm really excited that there are other students who want to continue
0: it. Yeah, I really like how I think with a lot of organizations, especially with fundraising, it's almost just like throwing money at the organization and you're not really necessarily seeing like where that's going or how you're creating an impact. So it's, it's cool that you're like You guys both do that side of just like supporting causes financially, but also you're actually there. And I think that kind of is that not just talking about change and saying like you're helping, but actually doing it. So that's very interesting. I know you kind of spent the summer or you had the opportunity to work with the Weizmann Institute of Science in Israel. Could you talk a little bit more about that research experience and really how it aligns with your future passions and goals? Because I know you have a lot of passions.
1: Yes, um, I, I had the best summer. It was so amazing. Basically, I found it's a specific program. It's called the Dr. Bessie F. Lawrence International Summer Science Institute. And I actually found it in this like Johns Hopkins internship bank when I was freshman year of high school. And it's only open to graduating seniors and also first years in college. I'm almost positive so I bookmarked it on my computer and I was like I'm gonna come back to this and I did and I was so excited like literally in my application and like highlighted on the top I was like please like I wanted to come here for so long like please <laughs> give me this opportunity and I was so happy that I did so um I, I love to talk about it so it was it was a lot of lab work um, and all of us got matched with a like lab team to do research. And mine was cancer research in the Department of Immunology and Regenerative Biology. So I had amazing lab partners, Agata and Chi Chi from Poland and Australia. And there were 70 students there that were from 14 different countries. So that was like really cool to learn all about like culture and differences between the countries and education government. So it was like such a big learning experience in like the scientific research aspect, but also about like different countries. So it was super cool. Now I have all these friends, we're planning a like reunion in Germany in December. So it's like, it was really amazing. And I, I'm definitely a science girl. So I loved, um, that's, I guess how it like aligns with that. I definitely want to continue science, um, as I go on.
0: Yeah, I think it, it's nice because I'm just realizing now, because I've always gone to this school since pre-K. So, or the school that i'm at so i don't really have a lot of friends that are like in different states and stuff like that but as i'm getting older i'm doing different programs like i'm like oh my gosh yes i have this friend here and we're like i'm in another city like oh my gosh let me just visit my friends so i think like there's something about growing older and building your network and connections and meeting different people and that's just really fascinating and i think like you combining science with culture that's just really cool um Okay, now I want to talk about your book. That was when I think I like was like, oh my gosh, dude, this is crazy. You published a book and then you also did, I think you did TEDx. They were both like really amazing. Can you talk about like how these experienced influences or how these experience is influenced your ability to communicate your ideas um, very clearly to others and also any unexpected outcomes you had from doing them?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So, yeah, those two things were, like, really big for me. Um, I've actually always wanted to write a book. Like, I've always, like, that's always been a goal. And then I actually have had so many people that have emailed me and wanted to know, like, how to set up their 501c3 or advice that I had or questions. Like, can you look at my website? Like, all of these things. So... I sort of like wanted to have one resource for them all to look to and like be empowered that they can create something because the book is like a workbook. They can like write in it and like really plan out their business plan and like really like get into it. So I, I like I wanted to have like something that I wish I had, like I give advice and everything. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, I think I had to do a lot of research in like the nonprofit space and I co-authored it with Luna Wang who's like so amazing we're both going to pen together so and nice. um yeah so like I knew a lot on the nonprofit profit side and she knew a lot about like the econ business like the that side so we were kind of like the perfect team and I think um we we both like yeah we, we spoke about our book so we like had to communicate it that way and just like giving this out and really telling people if you have an idea you can like really have it come to life I think that was like really how we wanted to inspire people um I think unexpected I mean we did like sell a lot which is exciting okay and back to TEDx sorry (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm just getting so excited so so TEDx I actually wasn't a speaker I like created the the TEDx youth at WCHS and like got the speakers and helped train them and coach them and then put on the conference at my high school so I was I mean I like introduced them but I was really trying to like bring their stories to life and help them in the best way that they could because um, I've talked to so many people in my high school and they just have like such unique stories and things that definitely need to be told to like our high school, and also the greater YouTube community of TEDx listeners. So I think working with them, and helping them, you know, whether they need help with their public speaking, and like pacing, and their body language, but also like thinking really deeply about who they are, and like how their like the context in their life, and how their experiences have shaped them into who they are. That's been something really meaningful for myself as well. And they were both just very exciting things.
0: Yeah, I know that obviously, you know, you're so busy with your book, dance, pop for cause, TED Talks, obviously college now. Could you share some strategies for like finding balance almost and overcoming um, obstacles while still like excelling in all these areas? And um, I guess kind of the strategies that you'll still be taking on to college.
1: Yeah, so it definitely was difficult. Um, especially senior year, it was really a struggle,
0: but everyone was <laughs> like, senior year is like, so chill. You're relaxed. I think second semester might be first semester. I don't think it's so chill. <laughs> yes, I know. Everyone's like, oh, you're a senior, like, senioritis, like, where are you like, going? I have, oh, no I have no
1: idea. It's <laughs> really hard because, oh, okay. College apps and interviews and deciding where you're going to go. It's just a lot. But um, okay. So everyone has different systems for like organizing their life. I love Google Calendar. Like I know a lot of people love that. Um, I know some people use like multiple inboxes on Gmail or like they'll have a writing to-do list and all these things. Um, So like everyone sort of finds that at least for me, like if I ever get really, really stressed and I'm like, oh my gosh, there's so much in my head. Like I have so much to do. I'll just take a blank sheet of paper and I'll just like write down like I, I just like to write I don't know just like get it all out I'm a digital person <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is just like the paper and then it all comes out and then I like go on my google doc and I write out all the check boxes and like what I have to do and then like sometimes I color it but I also like my notebook for to-do list so that's that's just me I I like the analog so in that way that's how I sort of like try to do my time management but I'm still working on it but I think for balance I love to dance and that's sort of it's I love dance because it's like my exercise and it's also how I'm creative and can express myself and also like I know some of my best friends from dance and it's just like such a nice supportive community especially the studio that I go to I guess went to but I still like I'm with them I don't know um So dance and also like hanging out with friends and taking a break every once in a while is like so important and can be productive because i found that if I'm just like the whole day, just like grinding on my computer, like really trying, I'll just go slower. So taking breaks and doing those things um, is so important.
0: Yeah, I think it's something that like, I think when I was a freshman, I was like, oh my gosh, I just need to study all the time, work hard all the time. But there's almost like a sense of like when you are a senior or like even going into college, like this act of like you have to make time for yourself and make time to socialize and prioritize things that literally just bring you happiness. So do you think you'll continue dance, or it's more of just like something you do for fun? Now definitely,
1: I definitely will. Um they so at Penn, they don't have a dance major. And that was actually something like I don't, I don't even know like what schools it came down to but I know Duke had like a really great um, dance major and dance program so I was like really interested in that but you know I think for me dance is like something that I just like to do for fun with friends like I don't really know about like studying it academically so there are like d- auditions for Penn like dance clubs in like a few weeks so hope we for the best
0: happen. but I definitely want to keep dancing for sure. So obviously we've been talking about you a rising freshman at Penn. What advice would you have for like people like me, high school seniors who are kind of in the middle of this college application process? And um, I guess really just like, how can we show our passions or, um, ex- yeah, like you said, express who we are in like five minutes of, you know, an interview or something like that?
1: Yeah. So this, this is not easy, but you can do it. I know you can do it. I, I know everyone can do it. It's really not easy. But I remember like what was going around in my school was like, I think it was actually my friend who told me like, people think you need the holy, they call it like the holy trinity of college admissions, which is like model UN, science Olympiad, <laughs> and debate. If you have those three, like that's your golden ticket. You're, you're good. <laughs> like, you're good. You're getting it anywhere. But like, that's just really not how it is. Like, I honestly tried. I tried every single one of those things and I didn't like it. And I just like stopped like after the first week because that wasn't what I was passionate about. And I know some people love those things. Like they get so into it that all the power to them, but that personally wasn't me. So I was like, you know what? I don't know if I have like the, like the academic, like, I don't know, like super intense clubs that I'm a part of. Like, I don't know if they'll see that I'm like intellectually curious or anything, But what I really did was I just like really focused on what I cared about and like what I really was passionate about and tried to be creative in that way and really tried to be authentic in all of my essays and just be who I was, not trying to come off as more like intellectual or more funny or something that I wasn't really. So just trying to write my essays in a way that's like, okay, this is definitely me. And then going with that. Um, as like I don't know that was kind of general um, but just like doing things that you're passionate about because then there are people that come to me and they're like like someone said oh like I didn't create a non-profit like can I get into college and that just like that just like hurt because like first of all like you shouldn't be doing that to get into college like you shouldn't because I, I actually talked about this in my other podcast episode, like, internal factors versus external factors, like, you should care so much about a cause that you want to support, because that's how you're going to go far, and that's how, like, in the interviews, they're going to see the twinkle in your eye when you talk about it, or, like, you just, like, start the essay, and you're just typing away, like, if if it's, like, the only reason is for college, mm-mm. like, I'm sorry yeah. I to tell you, um, but I can give some more, like, specific advice if i was a high school senior i would figure out if you want to early decision anywhere this summer like the summer before senior year starts because i didn't decide that and then it made it like so stressful like did i want to ed like should i should i not like and then i didn't and then it was like oh gosh like i don't know what i should have done i would also give your recommenders notice like a lot of notice i would always say yes to the interviews And then obviously just be yourself. I mean, I know like if you're really uncomfortable with it, if you really think it would hurt, you could say no. But I personally said yes, if I got invited to an interview and then also talk to current students like you can just find them. For me, I found them on Instagram and then I would DM them like, hey, like, can we talk about this school? Or like if I had questions or sometimes I would use LinkedIn, too. But you can talk to them and get the inside scoop and like take notes and then like use some of the things they say in your essays, like things you might be interested in or cool things that you couldn't really find from the website. I use that so much and it really shows that you really did your research too.
0: Yeah, I think that's a good point. Just like I did this other podcast episode in 2020 and I was like, how do you find what you're passionate about? And um I don't know do you know McKenna Turner she goes just maybe maybe not she goes to Stanford I think she like, she was popular in 2020 like on YouTube maybe you I feel her. like I follow her maybe maybe so <laughs> anyways I did this episode with her and she was basically like she went to this conference and she just like was standing there and people would talk about their projects And if they could not stop talking for like 10 minutes about like what they did, she knew that they were passionate about it. Like you shouldn't necessarily have to have like a script Mm -hmm. laid out or like, I feel like if you go into, into something thinking like, okay, this will be good for college or like, I'm just going to do this for college. Then it's like, you can't really have a conversation about it. And I feel like, you know, especially for college, maybe that could be important, (laughs) um, So yeah, I think that's, that's an important point. And I, and I like how you touched on your internal versus external factors. Like, yeah. So
1: yeah. And then also like, then you look back on your high school years and like, okay, then it's like, what, what was I doing? Like, I didn't like what I was doing. Like, I'm, I'm not proud. Like, and it's just like, for what, you know, like you've got to live life.
0: You got to do what you like too, you know? (laughs) So as far as like your future goes, because you're all done with high school and this, oh my gosh, I can't like believe this. This is crazy. Um, yeah. What are your future plans? How do you really envision um, making a meaningful, like, I guess, community now that you're obviously away from home? Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think like the three big tenets of me are like science, dance and service. Like those are three things that I really love. Um, so I think like service, that was like a really big reason why I also wanted to come to Penn because there's so many opportunities through Civic House and like Civic Scholars and then also getting involved in like the actual Philly community. Like there's a lot of opportunity. Um, also with dance, there's like a lot of cool opportunities here at Penn to connect service and dance. Like there's an organization called City Step and they teach dance in West Philly, and, like, I did a lot of that in Maryland, too, so I think that would be so cool to, like, do that and maybe, like, help make it bigger and, like, augment its impact, too, Um, and I guess, like, going through college, obviously, like, making connections, having fun, but also, like, really, like, this is, like, a big, I don't know, it's, like, a big investment to, like, go here, so really, like, I really want to be intentional and make use of the time that I have here. Like there's so much access that we have to like trailblazers in their field and like some of the best, like coolest people, guest speakers that come. Like it's really such a cool place to be that I really want to take advantage of that will like set me into my next path. So um, like finding community while I'm here and like having a great time, but also like really making sure that I'm making the most of it.
0: Yeah, I think like when people think college experience, it's like you're there to learn. And I feel like it's the perfect place and everyone wants to help students, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm excited to go to college, too. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, two years ago, you mentioned kind of how you wanted to change the world. And that was kind of from the the perspective of an underclassman. I think you were a sophomore. Um, So now how has that vision really evolved and um, yeah how do you think you're going to change the world now or even in the near future yeah so um
1: okay so I don't think I mentioned but I'm studying science and business it's like a dual degree that's sort of supposed to facilitate like the discovery of science and then apply it to like the marketing and management of business to create cool like, biotech innovations and healthcare startups and like a bunch of cool stuff like that, that I've been really interested in. So I think in like using, as you said, like academic professional journey, like using all this new knowledge that I've gained in like my scientific expertise, but also how to lead a team and like work in business and understand the ins and out business and finance and everything, like maybe creating some type of healthcare startup that like actually helps people and like looks at like the like causes of disease and tries to make healthcare more equitable and like more accessible I think that's something I'm really interested in I'm not sure about like I have a few startup ideas Mm -hmm. but I'm not sure about like the total specifics maybe like eye health because I had like some struggles with like eye health as a kid and also like vision loss is also connected to socioeconomic disadvantage because like blindness will like inhibit quality of life, employment opportunities, like a lot of problems. So um, I think like sort of focusing on that intersection and trying to make like a big change in healthcare access would be a really cool way to change the world.
0: Well, thank you so much for um doing this podcast. It was great talking to you again. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's it for today's episode. Remember to stay positive, stay inspired, and change the world. Bye, everyone.